Long ago in ancient times, there was a school of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Family, where we do a thing for pop culture and then we talk about it. I said do a thing instead of watch a thing again. I'm Sky. Well, I'm Jake. We kind of do a thing about watching a thing. Right? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, (laughs) We're watching Mystic Knights of Tirnano, episode 19. Uh, Divided Divided and Conquer. It's about dividing and conquering. Kind, kind of. of. Yeah. Not so much conquering, really. And not even really dividing that much. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, Not gonna lie, I liked this episode. It was fine. I think I didn't like it because I didn't watch it with you, Sky. It could be. We weren't holding hands and giggling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it... it, it, it... A lot of stuff happens in this one. We, sure and, does. And an actual piece of the plot does get progressed a little bit. Yeah. Which is surprising. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and hit play. I'm going to count down from three. Okay. And then on one, we'll, we'll hit play. <laughs> okay. We're not in the same room if, if you guys haven't figured that out. I was gonna, or you can cut this part I was out. Gonna, yeah, I was going yeah. to do that because that makes more sense to me. Anyhow, uh, three, two, one. One. I did it. I oh, didn't. I didn't push mute, though. I didn't hit play, but it'll work out fine. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all vaguely the same thing. So, we open up, and there's a couple of boys on the, the rocky, rocky beach. Oh, uh, I mean, also, I started it at the very beginning. <laughs> at oh, the at I, the credits. Oh, really? I didn't have, like, a, the opening stuff on my version. No? No. That's queer. Yeah. Whatever. I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> or I mean, I'm pretty sure this is the right episode. I won't know for another like five <laughs> seconds. Well, it's, it's a long conquer. intro. Well, this is not the right one. Yeah, I was going to say. It sounds like we're watching two different episodes. I'll probably leave this part in. Because it makes me a fool. <laughs> makes for a good podcast, Jacob. Makes for something. Oh, yeah, there are no opening credits. Yeah, it just starts. Yeah, that's why I said those words in that order. Okay, what do you want me to do? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I'm at 16 seconds in. I don't know where I'm at. (laughs) Little boy's pointing. Okay, whatever. Um, So we we got two little boys, and then they see a Viking longboat pull up to the Uh, beach. (laughs) These little boys have the best Irish accents of anyone in the show so far. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed. Uh, they might actually be Irish. Really? Because I thought their accents were terrible. Oh, th- I didn't say oh, okay. they were great accents. They're just the best in the show so far. Okay. One no. of them's pretty good. I think the one in the hat has a pretty good accent. Yeah. I think. Uh, but uh, Green Pants notices a, a bottle after the ship disappears. And the other boy, Hat Boy, is like... Old Hat and Green Pants. You ate too many gooseberries. <laughs> Which is at the Gooseberries Festival. <laughs> Maybe it, did they make wine out of gooseberries? And if you ate too many of them and they were rotten, you get drunk and then see shit. Probably cool. 
But there's a little man in a bottle who's atop a horse. Yeah. Super bizarre, but he's kind of dressed a little bit like Ivar. He at least has Ivar's hat. Yeah. Um, And he asks where the castle of Kells is, and the little boys point him, and he goes a, a riding towards it. I can't believe you can't see it from where they're at. <laughs> to be fair, he probably could have just started riding in any direction and eventually yeah. would have ended up there. <laughs> All roads lead to Kells. So we jump over to the throne room and King Dad is having a conference with everybody and he's talking about like a, a, some sort of battle that took place. Yeah, and there's one like soldier that's suspiciously uh, too well-groomed He's very suspicious looking to me. <laughs> Got all his teeth. Don't trust it. Yeah. Um, but they're talking about uh, sending people to different places and how they should have some mystic knights fighting stuff. And it's, yeah, that's the entire purpose of them being there. Yeah, that's where you invented them. Yeah. Um, and the fellow who was in a bottle, the bottle fella, comes, uh, just, he just waltzes right into the castle and up to the throne room unguarded, unescorted. He needs Ivar, and you can tell they're from the same place because they both have too modern of facial hair. <laughs> yep. And similar pigmentation. Bottle Man walks in, and he's, he yells at Ivar, I've got news from, from home. And Eugene Bottleman. <laughs> I like it. We know he's from a different place because he's also got the same colors that Ivar wears. Yeah, on haircut. his clothes. Sky he's... means on his clothes. <laughs> Indeed. He also has a stupid, like, rat tail that's yeah. wound that's up. Like a, it's actually, a, I, I think, a pretty modern, like, to this day haircut more than in the 90s. Yeah, that's fair. Um, It doesn't match Ivar's haircut, though. Ivar's just got, like, a real tight and high crop situation, I think, right? Yeah, that's fair. But uh, Eugene Bottleman pulls out a map and is like, there's a dude with a scar who stole a chalice and I know where he's at and you need to come home. His, 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 like, ruse doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No. Not at all. He doesn't give Ivar any information that he didn't already have. But it works, because they get on the two horses that they rented for this episode. <laughs> Those horses get a lot of play. <laughs> well, I mean, if you got a horse, what are you gonna do? Not yeah. shoot the horse? By which I mean film. <laughs> Don't shoot horses. Try not to. <laughs> Do your very best. So Ivar's going home for a spell, and Angus is like, who am I going to sword practice with? And it's, why are you sword practicing at all? Sky, it's a, it's a, it's a, like an experimentation thing. He just says that to feel manly mm. because he's not sure about his sexuality. Oh, by so sword play. By, by swords, he meant dicks. Yeah, he meant penises touching. Okay, I get it. And then they, they didn't know they didn't know butt to penis yet back then. Oh, I, was, I was still working in the, uh, working it all out. Yeah. Uh, so Ivar leaves, and then Angus and uh, Rowan head to the front or whatever, and then they for the first time do a, a salute for Kells, where they just put their their fists over their heart like the pledge of allegiance and say for Kells. This is brand new. I, I've never <laughs> once done it, but okay, why not? Uh, meanwhile. Ivar and Bottleman have made their way to the beach and like they see the Viking longboat again and then fucking general man is there. They say his name so many times in this and I don't know what it is. Still. Yep. I also, it was like rock or rook or, or torque or talk. 
Something, something like, like that. that. It's a T. It's definitely a strong T and K sound yeah. in some combination. It is a, a one syllable name. I'm sure of that. Yeah. But uh, dude shows up. <laughs> he's got his hat on and everything. And he pulls up a crystal. He's like, I got crystal powers. Mev is super into like spirituality now. And she's yeah. got me hooked on crystals. She's uh, definitely running a uh, a pyramid scheme where I buy oils and crystals from her to sell to you. Bye, bye. I do smell like lavender instead of an asshole, so that's nice. Um, but he holds up the crystal and does some magic at Ivar, and uh, like the 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 longboat disappears. It was just a, an illusion the whole time. Uh, yeah, and then. The guy who Ivar didn't recognize at all turns into the sea serpent guy with the bone whip. No, isn't it? Isn't it the rock wolf? No, he's got a bone whip. Is that what the sea serpent had? Yeah. I thought it was the rock wolf because he looks like a wolf. Yeah, he does have that motif. But why would the rock wolf come after not Angus? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Okay. Um, I also didn't think the show knew or cared. Fair. I just thought they picked whatever costume was closest and put it on. <laughs> this one didn't get destroyed, so let's use it. Ivar starts fighting the 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 or the general guy and the and the sea serpent, and so the kids that we saw earlier are just hanging out watching. Yeah, they're having a great time. And there's a moderately well choreographed fight, and Ivar isn't using his magic because dumb. Because he's a dumb, dumb guy. Just electrocute them to death and move on, man. But then uh, the general is like, I bet you can't fight me without magic. And Ivar's just like, yeah, you're right. And then, you know, fry him to death. Uh, instead, <laughs> he, he throws down his trident. Do you know how many times you've lost that, my dude? Stop throwing it away. And then he also had a sword on him for some reason. And uh, some that's his stuff. just-in-case sword. I, well, I, I guess it came into play, so I guess he was right to have it. Yeah. He doesn't do well in the fight. Because <laughs> he's a trident boy. He's not a sword boy. I guess he does knock down the general, and he knocks his hat off. And we see a scar on his face! He was the one who stole the chalice! The, it was him the whole dang time. It's almost as though Mav was entwined with the whole thing. And the sea serpent just hangs out. It doesn't attack him at all. It's it's almost like we've seen that chalice on her table every episode. <laughs> yep. It's it's where the tie or it's when Marder comes from. Hey, he lives in that cup. Yeah. But they they go back to sword fighting, and the kids are enjoying it as though it's a, a subtle thing from uh, Saban saying, "Hey, kids, like this. Don't cancel us." <laughs> yeah. Look at look at them enjoy. Look at these children we paid enjoy this thing. Well, Look so how much just... Irish children like this. <laughs> but, We're international. Yeah. So we jump back over to where uh, Rowan and uh, Angus are, which is the probably the only village remaining. I uh, guess so. And they're talking about how um, nobody sent anybody, and there's like there seems to be something weird afoot. And then uh, Rowan's like, "I'll just send a text," and then he calls for Aideen. And he tells her to uh, fly back to the castle because some shit's afoot. At least he, I mean, it's nice that uh, Aideen is always like right near his butt. Right. So Wait. she's always there when she need, he needs her. Right. Just sucking farts out and holding them like yeah. bong hits. <laughs> exactly. You get it. I get it. Um, so we jump over to the castle Kells where Deirdre's hanging out with dad. 
and some stuff, but we see and some stuff. Uh, we we see the, the soldier guy from earlier who had too nice a hair. Uh, he had a a meaningful glance with uh, the sea serpent. Yeah, and, and then we see Miter come out of that dude's leg. Yeah, he was. So I guess he was driving him like Aideen was driving that mouse that one time. Right. And I still don't know if this kills the person or not. Because Miter, yeah, it's unclear. Miter starts casting some fog, and the dude falls down. And they say it's sleep, but his eyes dude, fl- his eyes flutter like he's going to sleep. I guess. Yeah. Of. Like another guy walks down the hall and sees the guy on the floor, and he passes out too. And then like six more dudes show up, and they each pass out. I was kind of just hoping for like uh, <laughs> you could tell the dimensions of the fog by the dudes passed out, so you <laughs> knew where it was safe to walk. <laughs> but we cut away before that happens. Uh, over at uh, Mav's castle, she's talking with Miter about how they're doing the sleep gas and how soon she'll have the whole castle. And at no point was like, what if we just filled it with like sarin gas instead of sleep gas and everyone would die and then I would for sure have the whole thing. Uh, I mean, she has some other chances to murder later and she doesn't take them either. Yeah, it's... Really reckless on her part. She's not as evil as she could be. No. Or at least not as forethoughtful. Yeah. But they have, like, this annoying little tete-a-tete where Mitra wants her to say thank you, and she says no. Because she thinks, she's like, it's my idea. Yeah. Even though it's his magic. And even the magic that she uses is also his magic. Yeah. But meanwhile, at Castle Kells, we see the rolling fog... Just uh, just creeping through, knocking dudes this, out. Just this on fucking way. episode has rolling fog and horses. It's expensive. <laughs> no wonder Deidre doesn't get to transform. They couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah, her 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 outfit was with the rock wolf. But what's weird to me is nobody notices the line of falling people and think to say maybe we ought to move <laughs> away from that. Maybe we should open a window. <laughs> there are no windows. They're all open. <laughs> But that's how the fog's getting in. Yeah. <laughs> King Dad and everybody else at the table as they were doing political stuff uh, passes out, including Deirdre. And then Aideen comes in to say uh, her text message portion. But then she also kind of falls asleep, except she doesn't because she's, I guess, a little resistant because she's a fairy. Which is weird because she like falls directly into the fog. <laughs> you think it would be worse because yeah, she's it, it, in it. it. It should be stronger there, but then she notices the peeping window where Kahad is, and I guess the fog yeah. can't go upstairs, so Kahad's okay. So she flies well, up to can, the Well, it can, window. it just hasn't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. Well, we see it rolling downstairs. We don't see it going upstairs. Or do we? In a second, it gets to his his door, oh, and he, he magics it, it away. Right. Yeah. Uh, but Aideen does have the opportunity to say some bad shit's going down, and you should <laughs> But she scares observant. the fuck out of him. <laughs> She does. I forgot that. He's like, Jesus Christ, Aideen. <laughs> knock first. First of all, you would have never heard her knocking. Right. She's got the teensiest hands. She's, she's just a little guy. Uh, and then Aideen's just like telling him that he needs to do something because everybody is passing out. He kind of does. Well, first he seals himself in that room with his magic. So he's got the force. And then he goes to mix uh, potions together like he usually does, and Aideen fucking gets too excited, starts <laughs> knocking shit over, which is great. 
I thought that he was falling asleep, so she kicked some stuff over so he'd wake back up. But I guess she just fell down and kicked it for no reason. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Maybe She's it's also an great. angry potion. <laughs> or angry fog. And then he's like, why don't you get out of here and go find Rowan, please? Uh, get out of the castle. You can use, You can still use your magic to like save everybody or at least make them new pants. Yeah. Uh, we go back to the beach where the scorpion or the serpent guy is still just watching and didn't collect the trident, even though it was just there on the ground. Yeah. But I do like I like these ones where there's just one of them, because when there's four of them, it all happens so fast you can't really get a good look at like the the sentinels like armor and stuff. That's why I didn't know he wasn't the rock wolf. Oh, <laughs> his helmet's different. Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> Sense, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's he. I guess he's just patiently waiting his turn, and then yeah. uh, Ivar goes for the trident. Which, why did you even put it down? And then uh, the general, General Rock, I guess, Rook, Torque, whatever the Torque. fuck his name Ach. is. Uh, he grabs the crystal and then he d- jiggles it a little bit and turns Ivar into a tiny, tiny person and puts him in a bottle. So, is getting him in this bottle the reason that Eugene Bottleman started in the bottle? I because do not know. I think okay. that that was just an explanation that they could do it, but it's magic. It doesn't need any fucking explanation. You could have just done it, and we would have been like, cool. Right. Because why didn't he just turn into that and then show up at the door of the castle? Right. Uh, Ivar does the smart thing, and he tries to magic his armor on. Yeah. Uh, but I guess... The armor only comes in one size, so he can't access it. Well, I think the magic knows that if something too small tries to use it, it'll explode them. I see. That's my theory. Yeah. So then the general puts a scorpion in there instead. (laughs) You know, the scorpions native to Skyerland, especially on the goddamn (laughs) beach. They're not a desert dwelling species at all. It's a sea scorpion, Sky. Is it, though? It's wetter. Isn't that, isn't that just a lobster? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he put a baby lobster in the jar. I guess. So, But uh, the sea serpent guy just wants to smash him and kill him, because he's the only one who's competent, I guess. Yeah. And Who knew? Torque says, no, we'll, we'll make him suffer. And he does the thing with the scorpion. Maybe he brought it from home? No, he just finds it. Yeah, he picks it up and just grabs it. <laughs> so we get some just primo shots of Ivar with a scorpion. This is like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids quality scorpion work. No, the, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is, I think, better. Yeah, I was being facetious. That's actually pretty good looking. Uh, the kids hid in a Lego. Um, they did. They're on that giant Cheerio. Yeah. Uh, I, think or- I, I think I had a magazine or something at one point, or there was a behind the scenes thing about how they made everything so big. Mm-hmm. They used really the shrink ray, that. but in reverse. Well, no, but like for the movie, Sky, because that's not like right. a real they thing. They built you the know? shrink ray, and then they made things big. No, but Sky, I think you don't understand. Yeah, if how you just flip the work. switch on the shrink ray, then it becomes a big ray. I know. We've all seen Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, Sky. <laughs> they also had a big Oreo, which was, Honey- I would say, the dream. <laughs> they got that real big Oreo now that's not as great as you want it to be. They were like. <laughs> Mega stuffed one or whatever. I think I remember seeing that. I I bought it because I uh, you're a monster. Adverti- advertising works on me like it's supposed to. It surely does. You are very susceptible to it. <laughs> yeah. 
I want everything. <laughs> I've met you. Um, but uh, we jump back over to wherever Rowan and Angus are, and they're waiting for their response text. They look incredibly <laughs> bored. Yeah, just everybody there does. Because they're like, yeah, there's no, there's no fighting. And uh, Ivar, they're like, they mentioned how he went to go home. And the guy's yeah. like, I got, I got scouts out there. Ain't no boat showed up. And they're like, no, but it's like a different kind of boat. He's like, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, I would have noticed a different boat. <laughs> yeah. That's specifically <laughs> what my boys are looking for is different kinds of boats and stuff. <laughs> we know where our boats are. <laughs> we need to know where other boats are. Right. And then Rowan and Angus logically are just, they realize that they need to go home real fast. Uh, but wouldn't you know it, uh, Queen Mav has already made it to Castle Kells, and she's strolling about looking at all the asleep people and make sure to narrate how she's not, like, susceptible to the sleep gas. Yeah. In case we were and, wondering. And then she picks up the king's sword, and rather than just beheading him, yeah. sits on his chair. Or even jabbing him a little with it. Cut his fucking throat so he can't deny you the throne. Yeah, just for funsies, even. Uh, and Deirdre's right there, too. You can, like... Uh, what? Two, 40% of your problem would be resolved right there. Yeah. Plus, uh, those other guys with him are probably important. Probably. I mean, they're helping decide stuff, so it makes sense yeah. to me. So, we jump back to the beach, where it looks as though the, the general guy and the sea serpent guy are... Enjoying the fight betwixt Ivar and the Scorpion. And it they're like shaking their hands and yelling at it. Meanwhile, Angus and Rowan manage to sneak up on them riding fucking horses through the rocky, rocky beach. Not just any horses. I'm 90% certain the exact same horses that Ivar and Eugene Bottleman came on earlier. <laughs> they went home. It's only a football field, Jake. You only need the two horses. Uh, plus, renting horses is expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they decide not to sneak attack and they just yell, Hey, where's Ivar? Yeah. Uh, and, and instead of just like playing it cool, the general's right away. Oh, they put him in this bottle. Yeah. He's right here. Look how tiny he is. Look how good I am at this. I, I'm gonna put you in the bottle too. Why would you say that and not just do it? Luckily they morph and, uh, that keeps... That keeps them safe from bottles. I and guess. crystal magic. <laughs> it's, it's real dumb. Can't shrink that armor. I guess. I mean, it is the thing that we saw. But we do get to see Angus and uh, Rowan morph. I don't think we see Ivar. No, that happens off screen. Yeah. But uh, Angus uses his go-to move of line of fire in front of the enemy. Well, Rowan does. Angus does. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. It's cool. Well, I mean, it's worked every time they've faced the yeah. Sentinels, so why wouldn't he? It doesn't even seem like when the general grabs the crystal and blasts them with crystal beams, it doesn't even seem to hurt them because it just hits them square in the chest. They don't even try to dodge. They like, like they like back up for a second and they go, oh, wait, that didn't hurt. That, <laughs> I, re I recoiled for no reason at all. Yeah. But uh, Angus smashes the ground. Knocking down the general and uh, the sea serpent and the bottle. And Angus pops, or not Angus, uh, Ivar pops out of it. And he's like, thanks, appreciate it. Uh, that guy totally stole my chalice, so I'm going to go stab him to death. I'm going to get him. 
They're like, we'll get him eventually. We got shit to do, bro. Yeah. And then the little kids come out again and say, hooray, <laughs> what an entertaining thing this was. Please don't cancel the show. <laughs> uh, it's it's like that episode of uh, Arrested Development where at the uh, beginning they like blues. plead. Yeah, save our blues. That's exactly what it's like. Uh, and then we jump back over to Castle Kells where uh, Queen Mav has still not murdered anyone. Uh, but she's noticed the, uh, the the fog starting to recede. Miter pops out saying, yeah, I don't feel like helping you right now because you were kind of a bee earlier. Yeah. And I expect my kudos and I expect them on time. Thank you. And she's like, but if they wake up, I can't sit in this nice chair. It's so much nicer than my chair at home. I didn't take the time to stab them all. And Miter's basically, <laughs> he looks at her and says, it's not my problem. And then he dips. Yeah. Taking the fog with him. Uh, I mean, she still has plenty of time to murder everybody in that room, and yeah. doesn't. And then the she... Mystic Knights show up. Uh, Ivar, like we mentioned, has morphed off screen earlier. Uh, and Mav tries to bluff her way through it. She's like, Nobody's going to wake up unless I do it. You can't kill me. Yeah. But then Deirdre wakes up. <laughs> And so does the king. She's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, I see I've been caught here in a lie. So she does the only responsible thing and explodes in green flame and dips. <laughs> yeah. Like any good villain. Right. Which, I mean, again, if I had the ability to do that, I would never walk. I wouldn't need to. <laughs> right. Um, that is the best way to get to work and get away from work. <laughs> Even if it was 20 feet at a time, I would only teleport 20 feet at a time until I got to work. <laughs> until you were 3,000 pounds. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, Kahad finally comes down the stairs and he's holding like a, I don't know, a candle or something. It looks like a candle. And he's like, I figured out how to fix it. He and calls everybody's it his wakey awake. wax. What? He calls the candle his wakey wax. Did he? No. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was real or not, because it sounds dumb enough to be real. But did he do anything, or did everybody just wake up? I think everybody just woke up. Okay, because Angus says, you fucking suck, and you didn't do anything again. Yeah. Which Which is... is It's harsh, but also apparently true. I mean, he does things often. Sure. He's... Uh, Also, you forgot about the weird part where the boys uh, touch Deidre's hair while she's sleeping. (laughs) Before she wakes up. <laughs> well. They, like, say weird sexual things about her. Touch she, her hair. They kept calling and her she an wakes angel. Up. Yeah. How she's the fairest princess in all the land. And it's like, yeah, she's the only one. So she is that by default. I mean, she's the actress is a very pretty lady, but also she's the only princess on the show. Unless you're counting Ivar, and I am. And she is fairer than he. <laughs> Which is true. Uh, but yeah, it was a super weird moment. It was. It was good. I was uncomfortable. Uh, and then they totally gaslit her like, we weren't doing a single thing weird. We didn't touch your art undercomment drawer at all. It was weird enough that I was like, this is fucked up. <laughs> so if that says anything. Yeah, it's upsetting. Uh, but, uh, and then they do the salute again and say, yeah. For Kells, huzzah! <laughs> that's it. Yeah, and then it's done. Um, yeah, it's one you... of those. It's one of those where like it feels like 
uh, they got to the end, and then they're just like, and then Mav leaves, and then it's over. <laughs> like, there have been a couple where they just abruptly end because the the bad guy ran away. <laughs> so this script is about three pages too long, so we're gonna cut it here, and the bad guy just dips. Wow. Okay. All right, I guess. Um, but for cutting your script, we'll rent two horses. How's that sound? <laughs> no dragons this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, yikes. So, Jake, what was the most turtle-rific part? Ooh, um, the most turtle-rific part, Sky, was the part where there was... Are you doing a Mad Lib? Why are you... <laughs> Because I don't, I'm trying to remember what was terrific. Oh, you're stalling for time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not doing a Mad Lib. I already did all those all afternoon. <laughs> um, I I guess I guess uh, you know, a scorpion in a bottle is fun. That's true. That, that was neat. I, I suppose it re- it reminded of us us of uh, of Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and I think that is really the. <laughs> The sign of a good program that we think of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's true. Do you remember the series, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah, I feel like I used to watch that all the time. I also did. I uh, don't think I'm as excited about it as an adult as you are. <laughs> there was but... an episode where uh, Wayne got hired by the Canadian Special Forces or something and became a secret agent like James Bond, but for Canada. Maybe we should do that show. <laughs> Just for funsies? I mean, just for podcasties. I mean, I'm down. All right. Well, we got like 30 more weeks of this. And yeah. Then... <laughs> <laughs> Give or take. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that it's pretty terrific how Ivar saw the Phantom boat and didn't say, that's not one of my boats. Cause, like... I mean, maybe it looked enough like his boat because Eugene Bottleman looked enough like one of the guys from his home that... It fooled him. But he did I guess. I don't know. But they sent a they sent a brown guy with very modern looking facial hair. <laughs> they knew what to do. I guess that's true. Uh also I la- I love the many, many powers that crystals have. <laughs> well, this one was a pink crystal. Yeah. It can shrink guys and put them in bottles and also make projections of boats. Yeah, you're I- right. I guess you're yeah. The one thing had several different uses. I thought you meant like from crystal to crystal, but you're right. The one crystal did do a couple different things, didn't yeah. it? And it didn't get shattered, so maybe it'll have more <laughs> uses in the next one. Oh yeah, maybe it will. Because uh, maybe cook cook pizzas to a perfect crispness. <laughs> maybe because <clears throat> the multiplication crystal got smashed, which is what I thought yeah. this was, but then it wasn't. It, maybe it's a shard of it, and its powers transformed. I think it was too big to be a shard. But yeah, it looked like it might have been a different. But color also, too. it's magic, so maybe it's it's smashed and made like a hundred different crystals with multiple powers in each one. Yeah, it's like the Zeo crystal, right? A little. That's a thing. The Zeo crystal was a force for good that bad people couldn't hold. Well, yeah, but I just meant in that it like was a bunch of different pieces. <laughs> yeah, that had. Uh, pretty inexplicable shapes. <laughs> like a circle? Like a perfect circle? Uh, the circle is less surprising than the equal sign to me. Uh, yeah? That's fair. Like, the triangle, the square. Square is kind of unusual in nature. Triangles, it's not likely. Five-pointed star, pretty unlikely. 
It more okay, then how do you explain stars or starfish? <laughs> uh, well, stars don't look like that. Mm. Uh, starfish do look like that, but they're often not like mineral deposits. <laughs> they're not often crystals, right? Yeah, I suppose so. They do feel like sand, though. Do they? Yeah. You ever hold a real one? No, what the fuck am I going to touch a starfish for? That's gross. I dissected one in biology. Ah, It was gross. You're right. It was gross. And also, there's a big, huge digestive gland that runs all throughout their body that looks like taco meat. No, how about that? Yeah. I'm at the point in my life where I don't have to touch any animal other than a dog or a cat if I so choose. (laughs) What if you want to touch a cow? Nope. I'm not touching anything other than a dog. Fair, I guess. I'm too far into my life to uh, to keep pretending that I'm too cool to touch a frog and not just be afraid of it. <laughs> so I'm just going to own up that I'm afraid to touch a frog and not do it. All right. Uh, I I applaud your uh, your honesty. Yeah, well, I spent a lot of time pretending like I'm too cool to touch a frog, and I think it's time to stop. I think about it Brand a lot. Brand new life for you, huh? <laughs> yeah. It hasn't come up because I don't touch a, there aren't a lot of frogs. Well, I'm going to load up the frog gun and see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm not afraid of frogs. I'm just afraid of touching a frog. Are you afraid you're going to get enchanted by a witch and become one? No, I just, it just seems like it feels gross. Oh. You know what? That's, I- <laughs> that's more legitimate than you just being afraid of frogs. <laughs> I'm, I told you I'm not afraid of frogs. I'm just afraid of touching a frog. I'm afraid of birds. I don't like birds. Birds are creepy. I don't think frogs are creepy. I just do not want to touch one. (laughs) Fair. Or lizards or turtles. Anything weird. What's wrong with turtles? They got weird skin. It's made of pebbles. (laughs) I tried to catch a snake the other day. Oh, I'm definitely not touching a snake. He wasn't having it. It was too quick. Them little guys. Yeah, you gotta. They move like water. Slow ones. Yeah. You gotta yeah. get those big slow ones that slowly, they'll just hug you. A boa constrictor? Yeah. I've held one of those. Oh. It was real heavy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna do that either. <laughs> there, well, the one I held was very docile and friendly. Yeah, it had been drugged. <laughs> Probably part of a circus act. <laughs> it was in the same class that uh, that I dissected a starfish in. We, w- we had the same education. What are you doing with all these animals? Dissecting them primarily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was actually at college. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so Jake, what'd you do for a pop culture palette cleanse? <laughs> um, that's a good question. Is it? I went to. Sorry. I mean, it's I, a question that I knew you were going to ask. I got too intense. I, I'm sorry. I, I went to the Illinois High School Theater Fest uh, this weekend. Oh, yeah? Um, so that was neat. I saw a high school production of Beauty and the Beast that was fine. <laughs> Look, that's the best you could have hoped for, I think. <laughs> the but the high schoolers who didn't understand how this could be better really thought it was great. I just <laughs> le- I just let them. Uh, I got to drive that weird uh, minivan bus that the school has, so that was neat. I think mostly just Katie and I have been watching uh, New Girl. We just started season four of that. It's oh, and show. Winston's and, my favorite. Uh, yeah, he's very good. And 
the good place came back so we watched the first episode of that hell yeah that came back so you know doing that kind of stuff i do know i i love cheaty <laughs> he's so good have you watched this new episode i did he had, he had oh, roller okay, skates yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> disco janet gave him to me that's great but um, yeah uh i don't think uh too much i probably read a star wars comic or something that was fine that's probable um what did you pop culture with your palate i'll honestly i if i wasn't at work i was asleep <laughs> this week because i have uh i got scheduled from 4 to twelve thirty. uh all of my shifts because <laughs> uh i quit except for today yeah well i was supposed to be there longer oh. i wasn't supposed to be working at all um so there uh, she's kind of taking me it out on me in the schedule which isn't great but whatever. But it's the only power they have. Yeah, and I still do want to get uh, you know, squeeze a little more out of them. So yeah, I just haven't clocked out. So no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, th- Friday is going to be my last day at this place, and then I'm starting my new job on the twenty second. So I've got a nice three day weekend. I was hoping nice. to do more time, or you know, have more time before I had to start working again. But then they were like, can you do this day? And I was like, I suppose so. So <laughs> The rest of the world has a three-day weekend, too, Sky. It's Martin Luther King weekend. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I would have had to work. So <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> I also have a three-day weekend coming up. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. How good for you after you're having two weeks straight off. You've got another three-day weekend. Yeah, plus I have jury duty coming up, which means I get Ugh. to go sit in a basement and read. Ugh. I don't know why people hate jury duty. You bring a fucking book, you sit down, and you read. It's well, great. I had to be on a jury. Oh, I haven't had to do that yet. Yeah, well, I was an alternate, which meant I had to sit through the whole fucking thing. And then at the end of it, the judge was like, I'm going to dismiss the alternates. Is that okay with you guys? And he checked with the the lawyers and they're both like, yeah. So I had to sit through this whole three hour bullshit and then they didn't even want my opinion. <laughs> I was got the to... guy guilty? Absolutely he was. He was trying to, <laughs> he was contesting a speeding ticket and he decided to represent himself and kept referring to himself in the third person. Awesome. And then uh, submitted evidence that proved him wrong. To the point where the judge looked at it, it was like, if you admit this, or if you submit this, it will ruin your case because it proves you wrong. And the guy was like, yeah, I'm going to submit it anyway. <laughs> Man, I, I want to be on a jury. Yeah. Uh, my notes, I is when I was saying putts a lot. So I kept writing, this guy's a fucking putts over and over in my notes. <laughs> and it turns out they collect those at the end. <laughs> um, which I did not know and now know. Um but no I, one probably reads them. That's probably true. I'm sure it's just a, you know a, a thing where because they can't let details of the case leak until right. whatever. So that they makes do probably sense. they probably file them away in case there's a mistrial. Or probably. <laughs> uh, but I would like to, for the record, state that this gentleman was in fact a fucking putz. So, <laughs> which is Yiddish well, Yiddish for penis. Well, now we know. Yeah. Hopefully in February, I get to be on a case and put some fucking putts away. <laughs> yeah, so I don't even know how it turned out. I'm sure that they cited against the guy trying to defend himself. Because the cop showed up, even. And the guy tried to implicate himself in the theft of his own car. It was so <laughs> fucking stupid. And I was so mad that they didn't want me to 
to just ruin this guy's day. Cause it was it was madness and nonsense and. Uh... Like, well, now I have much to look forward to. <laughs> I'll probably just I'll probably just have to sit in a basement across from a lady who takes off her shoes. <laughs> That's what happened to me last time. I see. I was like, "Ma'am, you could put those shoes back on, and it would be okay." <laughs> she did not. Well, you didn't think it loud enough. No, I was screaming it in my head, though. Well, I'm sure. Because that's how un- that's a normal, rational reaction to that. <laughs> uh, but I think that'll probably do it for this week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And we will see you guys next week with uh, the next episode. I think it was like Skin Deep or something. <laughs> it's a real sexy episode. Uh, I already flipped away from the, the names of the episodes. So I'm just yeah, me too. Moving away from it. But uh, we'll see you guys next time. The second this thing's over, we're just like, uh, get out of here. Get away from us, Mystic Knights. <laughs> uh, stay frosty. Time. Yeah, stay frosty, everyone. We did it. <laughs> What's up?